praise the Lord. Hallelujah. My dear brothers and sisters in Christ, I will bring you greetings this early morning. And I bless God for another privilege to see today, Thursday, the 25th day of February 2021. Again, let's lift up our voices to heaven as we celebrate his faithfulness to us. Jesus has woken us up this morning. Let's return with thanksgiving and gratitude to him. Our Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you. We bless you for this privilege of this new day and this fresh life that you are giving to us. Thank you because the Bible says, the steadfast love of the Lord never cease. They are new every morning and great is your faithfulness. This morning we look into your face as we see faithfulness written all over. For our sakes, we are grateful. And dear Lord, so we come before you this morning for an encounter of a lifetime. Lord, we give you our heart, we give you our right hand to lead us through today and return us with the testimony that all we see. Lord God of heaven, by your word again, lighten our lives, grant us advancement, and give each of us something tangible. Make our lives an attraction for others to come to Jesus Christ, that his name in our lives alone shall be glorified. Father, we thank you. We bless your holy name. Take all the glory. Holy Spirit, please speak to us right now. Illuminate our hearts and let your word come true to pass in our lives in Jesus' name. Thank you for what you have in stock for us. In Jesus' holy name, we have prayed. Amen. My brothers and sisters, it's a beautiful day. It's a bright day. It's a good day that the Lord has made. And what a privilege for you and I to be alive and well today. Everyone under the sound of my voice is going to be a testimony feed day for you. The light of God will shine upon your paths. You will not stumble. You will walk in high places of life. God will cause men to honor you today. And favor shall run your life today in Jesus' name. Amen. This morning, my brethren, we are continuing our exhortation line for the week. Captioned, no church grows without the people on the go. No church grows without the people on the go. So every church is a living entity that must grow because they are living persons in them. Therefore, if we must grow, then we must be on the go. If we must grow and advance in life, we must be on the go. Because we serve the God of addition and multiplication. Is our God that asks to us, is our God that multiplies us. The Bible says in Acts chapter 2 and verse 47, they were praising God and that caused them to have favor with all the people. And the Lord himself added to the church daily such as should be saved he was adding to them daily he was adding to them daily and the bible says if we thanksgiving proceed out of our lips and the voice of melody from our hearts then what will happen god will multiply us we shall not be few god will also glorify us we shall not be small jeremiah chapter 30 verse 19. so god is ready to increase us god is ready to increase us and the way god will increase us is when we are filled with praising him thanksgiving and his word reigns in our lives. In Acts chapter 6, verse 7, the Bible says, And the word of God increased. So if the word of God reigns in our lives, reigns in our homes, and we use it to reign in our environment, the Bible says the number of disciples will multiply as it was in Jerusalem. And what happened? A great company of the priests, even the Juju priest, the Ekankan priest, and all that, they will be added to the faith. They become obedient to the faith. I hope you know that Christianity is called the faith. The faith. So they will become obedient to the faith. How? Because they will begin to see our lifestyle. That means we must go. We must plant and water before God of increase can step in. We must do the planting. We must go tell them. What is planting is about reaching out to the lost with the gospel of salvation. 
and what is worth it is about praying for them so that they'll be saved and established in the faith of Jesus Christ. Amen. Jesus gave us an instruction in Mark chapter 6, 16, sorry, verse 15 and 16. Mark 16, verse 15 beginning. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. Go, he said, it's an instruction. Into all the world we should not stop at anywhere. But stop at the time we are sure that we have reached the end. To every creature, he said, young and old, male and female, educated or illiterate, foreign or native, go and preach. As we do that, he that believeth amongst those we speak to, the Bible says, shall be saved as he is baptized. And he that believeth not, that becomes his or her cup of tea. But you just go and do your own. Amen. Amen. So that's why you must be on the go. Galatians 4:19, Paul speaking, said, My little children, of whom I travail in birth again until Christ be formed in you. Amen. So as I preach to them, they are born again. I must preach for their establishment. I must pray for them to be established. Amen. So that's the essence. We must go. And how do we go? We go compelling them. We go compelling them. Jesus told us a parable in Luke chapter 14, verse 16 to 23, of how a certain nobleman had a great supper and called many and those that were invited began to give excuses. And so he told the servant, that is you and I today, go forth and call everyone you see. Go and bring them in. Go quickly into the streets, he said, and the lanes of the city, and bring in the heater, the poor, the maimed, the halt, and the blind. And the servant went. And when they went, they brought them in. And they said, Master, we have done that, but there is still room. The Lord said, no, 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 go out into all the highways and hedges and compare them to come. Anyone you see, that my house may be filled. The essence is that, my banquet will not be wasted. The blood of Christ that was shed for the whole world cannot be wasted. Everyone so that has heard that opens up will get the same blessing that whoever takes them out. So go out. The banquet cannot be wasted. The great supper is ready and Jesus has done it for us. So you and I that have been saved, we should go out and bring others also into the food. And we'll see the blessings of God reign upon our lives in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Quickly this morning, let's look at uh, three things under no church grows without the people on the go. Number one, note that the sales of any product will stop where its marketing stops. The sales of any product will stop where the marketing stops. Where you don't say anything about the product again, that's where it stops. No more persons will know about it. They won't. Amen. In Mark chapter 5, verse 18 to 21, the Bible told us that Jesus, when he was coming to the sheep, he had he that had been possessed with the devil prayed him that he might be with him. Jesus has actually healed a man that was possessed with demons, and he wanted to follow Jesus. But Jesus said, No, happy Jesus suffered him not. He said unto him, Go to thy friends and tell them how great things the Lord had done for thee, and how he had had compassion on thee. He's saying the same thing to us today. Have you been forgiven of anything? Have you enjoyed God's mercies and forgiveness? Go and tell your neighbors. Tell your friends, tell your relatives how great things God has done for you. Have you been healed? Have you been delivered from accident? Has God saved you? Has God favored you at work? Have you gotten promotion? Go and tell your friends, your relatives, your neighbors, and your colleagues how great things God has done for you. And, and the Bible says, and so he departed and began to publish in Decapolis how great things Jesus had done for him. Amen. So he began to publish, began to tell it out. Decapolis means 10 cities. He didn't stop at one, two, three. He went to 10 cities and began to tell, this is what Jesus has done for me. This is what Jesus has done, to, done for me. Amen. 
to the extent that in verse 21 of Mark chapter 5, Bible says, when Jesus had passed over again by sheep onto the other side, much people gathered unto him. Much people. They have heard the testimony. That's the essence. That's the essence. And we also saw a woman in John chapter 4, how Jesus healed or told her about herself by the well of Samaria. The Bible says, after Jesus told her, the woman went to the city and said, Come, see a man, verse 29 now, which told me all things that ever I did. Is not this the Christ? And verse 39, and many of the Samaritans of that city believed on Jesus for the sin of the woman, which testified, he told me all that ever I did. Amen. You hear now, the woman going out to say something, the Bible calls it testify. So go and share your testimony. Go and share your testimony. Testify of what the Lord has done for you. Don't be shy. Which testify of how great things what God has done. Amen. That's what it means that until the sales of a product stops or the sale of a product will stop where the marketing stops let's not stop marketing the faithfulness of god upon our lives let's go ahead and do that and then we'll return with open testimonies amen number two point this one is that we cannot experience supernatural growth or church growth without engaging the holy spirit who actually is the lord of the harvest and we engage him on the prayer altar amen in Matthew chapter 9, verse 38, the Bible says, Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest, and will send forth laborers into his harvest field. So he is the Lord of the harvest. When he came in Acts chapter 2, the Bible told us how he brought in 3,000 one day, the next day 5,000, the next day multitude that cannot be numbered, the next day two towns, the next day almost the whole city. Come on. He was just harvesting them. He is the Lord of the harvest. He knows how to do it. He comes in with a force, a mighty rushing wind, the Bible calls him, and nobody can resist him. Amen. Amen. Nobody can. So we must engage the Holy Ghost on the altar of prayer for us to see substantial supernatural church growth that we only know that this must be God. In Acts chapter 4, verse 29 to 33, the Bible says, after the apostles were threatened when they hear the man at the gate called Beautiful, they went back to their, their um, company and they began to pray. And they said, Lord, behold their threatenings and grant unto thy servants that with all boldness they may speak thy word by stretching forth thy hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done by the name of the holy child jesus when they had prayed the place was shaking where they were assembled together and they were all filled with the holy ghost amen and they speak the word of god with boldness you see now the holy ghost coming in empowered them to break the barrier of fear and the bible says and the multitude of them that believe were of one heart and one soul neither said any of them all the things which he had or possessed was his own but they all had things in common and with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the lord jesus and great grace was upon them all the holy ghost had come to energize them hallelujah no wonder in Acts chapter 5 verse 12 to 14 Acts chapter 5 verse 12 begins the bible says and by the hands of the apostles were many signs and wonders wrought among the people wow how the holy ghost was now working boldness was there the boldness to go out which is shown by courage as you go everywhere the presence of the holy ghost and the Bible says, and the rest no man did them. And the believers were the more added to the Lord, more to the both of men and women. When the Holy Ghost comes, it is obvious his boldness will be seen upon our lives. He will do things that only God can do. And then he walks through us. And we begin, people begin to see the things of God. Amen. Finally, this morning, please know that it takes a genuine heart for God to keep going after souls. It takes a genuine heart for God for you and I to keep going after souls. Paul reiterated this in Romans chapter 8, verse 35 to 38. Romans 8, 35 beginning. He says, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or bury or sword? 
Is it the danger you are facing, the harassment, the persecution you are going through, the denial, the punishment, whatever it is? Is it that will separate you from the love of Christ? It is because you have Christ, that's why that thing is coming. But I tell you, it is working out a great favor, a great glory for your life. In verse 10, he says, as it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long, we are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Now, verse 38, for I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things, prayer, nor things to come shall separate you from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. So it means that this law, if we have it genuinely like hard, we, we live above fear. We live above threats. We live above the, the discouragement of men. How? Because the law supersedes it. There is the love working in us. No wonder Paul says in Philippians chapter 1 and verse 21, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. That is, as I live is Jesus Christ. Everything that occupies my life as I live is for Jesus Christ, nothing else. And if I die doing it, what a beautiful gain it is. Amen. And in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 14, as we wrap up this morning, the Bible says, Behold, the thought I am ready to come to you, and I will not be bothersome to you. For I seek not yours, but you. For the children ought not to lay off for the parents, but the parents for the children. Praise the Lord. Paul says, it is not a difficult thing for me to be coming again and again to you. This is the thought I want to come. I want to visit you. I want to show to be sure that you are standing strong. And let me reassure you that I will not be a burden to you. No, I am not seeking your substance. I am seeking your soul. He said, I seek not yours, but you. So I am not seeking your substance. It is your soul I am seeking. I am after the eternal value that God has for you. I'm not after your money, not after your material things. I am seeking you and not yours. Not what you have gone to possess, but I'm seeking what makes you you, which is your soul. And he went on to declare that it is ideal for parents to lay off for their children and not children for their parents. Amen. That is, every good parent lays something treasurable for his children. I'm living treasure of eternal life with you. So that's what it is ideal. So don't look at me coming to visit you, coming to talk to you, or coming to preach to you, or sending this message, whoever may be hearing me right now, that it is your substance we are looking for. No, it is your soul. We want to meet together in heaven. We want to rejoice together. And we'll see the destruction and the defeat of the devil eternally. That's what we are all after. To make sure that Jesus continually be Lord forever in our lives, in our environment, in our substance, over our generation, our children's 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 children, until Christ come. Amen. So that is the essence. So we should not give up. We should not give up. What we are sowing today, it will yield better fruit in our lifetime and in the generations after us to come. So that's the essence. Let's have genuine heart as we go after souls. Because I tell you, Jesus is your heart. Jesus is my heart. And he is the rewarder of them that diligently seek him, the Bible says. So as we do that, watch it, they will reward you. The knowledge of God, that who he is, that he cannot fail, he cannot deny himself, will keep us going. And as we love him, and don't forget that the love of God is shared abroad in our heart by the Holy Ghost. So we ask the Holy Ghost to help us to love the Father on a daily basis. That's Romans chapter 5, verse 5. The love of God is shared abroad in our heart by the Holy Ghost. So as we do love him, then it will be shown as we go forth. By the help of the Holy Ghost, today again, I see you going forth and return with open testimonies. Testimonies of souls that God, you are going, your presence in people's lives today will bring joy to them. You will be a source of blessing. And watch it, the heavens will open afresh over you and cause you to be blessed in the name of Jesus Christ. I declare upon your life and destiny today that the blessing of God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit follows you. And you will return with 
amazing souls that God has given to you today. As you minister to them, I'll pray over those that you have ministered to before and see what God will be doing. You'll be hearing testimonies from your converts and that will give you eternal joy. So shall it be in Jesus' name. For now, go in peace, be blessed of the Lord, and return with your open and undeniable testimonies in Jesus' name. Amen. Sunday, the 28th, the last day of this month, is our covenant day of marital breakthroughs. Please, I want you to be in service, and I want to know that whatever it is, whether married or married, whatever is the hindrance to joy in your marriage or stopping you from becoming married, it shall be terminated by the word of God. And the presence of the Holy Ghost will take you forward in the name of Jesus Christ. So please invite your friends, your colleagues, your neighbors, and relatives to be in that service. And the hand of God will do you good, and you will return with your open and undeniable testimonies in Jesus' holy name. Amen. For now, go in peace. Be blessed of the Lord and return with your undeniable testimonies. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let's share the goodness of God and in faith. Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Peace. Welcome to 2021, your year of supernatural turnaround. I receive and believe this prophetic fact. Then expect turnaround to be your new identity from henceforth. The same shall be your portion in the name of Jesus the Christ. Amen and amen. Be blessed of the Lord in Jesus' holy name. Amen.